At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome into the show. It is Betting Across America, and we are pre- uh, presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchett, your host out here in Las Vegas. Your other host is James Salinas out there in Denver, Colorado. Beautiful Denver, Colorado. James, how are you? It's always beautiful out here in the Mile High City. I'm doing great, Pritch. Happy Friday to you, my friend. How's things? I was just about to say that. Things are great. It is Friday. Uh, We got uh, Game 7 in Vegas. Uh, The Golden Knights, we'll get to that game a little bit later. Big Show, Andy McNeil, our VCN hockey expert, is going to be on the program to help us out with that situation. Uh, We got playoff basketball, intriguing games to get to, and just a fabulous weekend in store out here in Vegas. It's already buzzing, James. There's a lot of people out here right now. Thinking about that game tonight, and I know we'll break it down with Andy McNeil here shortly uh, for the Vegas Golden Knights and now having to have this game seven. I'm wondering from your perspective there, what's the vibe out there with the local home team here trying to trying to get rid of the wild? They can't seem to get rid of this pesky wild team. I know. Uh, there's some nervous folks, uh, but some confident ones too. Uh, certainly some confidence out there. Uh, you know, we talked uh, about Julio Jones last week. Uh, the NBC Sports Boston report. Uh, we knew about Julio Jones being on the market. Um, so the odds have shifted. When we were talking about it last week, I think he was at uh, plus 700, in particular with the Patriots, right? Uh, they're, just, they're standing out. Because the reason why I mentioned the Patriots, they're plus 200 right now, the favorite. 
uh, to land Julio Jones in terms of where is he going to play next year, James? Uh, the Titans at plus 400. I know why. Uh, and the Falcons still sitting there at plus 500. Uh, we are a few days away from that June 1 date in which uh, that's what everybody's targeting right now. There's a lot of rumors out there, James. Your thoughts on Julio Jones and where he will play next year in these, uh, these odds right now? Pritch, you talked about the the number last week that we talked about when we were talking the Patriots plus 700 and figuring, all right, if there was going to be a landing spot, thinking about draft capital, what would that look like? What would it take to get a, a player the caliber of Julio Jones? And who would want to be able to put something out there to say, look, we're trying to go for it, and we've got hole, we've got a hole to fill or holes to fill in this case for the Patriots when it comes to the wide receiver position. <laughs> I think that's why it made so much sense. Thinking about think also not only thinking about the holes that they have for the Patriots at the wide receiver positions, but but also thinking about Bill Belichick, the season that they went through last year, the transition with Tom Brady leaving, and then ultimately how the season ended up with Tom Brady being crowned Super Bowl champion with another franchise. Now thinking about Belichick. I mean, Belichick just turned 69 years old recently, and how many more years does he have left to to, to be coaching in this league? And thinking about all the moves that they made in the offseason about free agency, you know, they've got their quarterback if they're going to choose to go with Mac Jones, whether it's week one or at some point during the 20. 21 season we know we'll see him out there at the quarterback position i think that's the biggest target now is hey we're looking at i don't think belichick's too worried about well we got to think about the the, the long term future of the patriots when it comes to draft capital mm-hmm. and they're in win mode right now it's now for bill belichick and if you can get a player like julio jones on that roster that is a significant upgrade so i i get it we missed the number Pritch. it was yeah. at seven we were talking seven to one when we liked it then now a week later it's interesting to see just from a, some speculation some information that comes out some discussion and and some quotes that come out from julio jones we see how those numbers can move drastically yep the most valuable commodity out there is information james i heard that somewhere uh, a fictional character said that but uh, uh i wanted to get your thoughts are are the patriots a hall of fame wide receiver away from making another run though I don't think so. Yeah. I, I think that's it's definitely an upgrade for them. And mm-hmm. we saw the passing game or what was uh, Shem, <laughs> uh, what was left over of the passing game for the Patriots once Brady left. And and unfortunately for Cam Newton coming in, a lot of huge shoes to fill for one, from, just from the psychological standpoint of stepping in there as the new quarterback for the Patriots. But then physically, the skills just aren't there anymore. So many injuries for Cam Newton and stepping into that role clearly is not the player that he was in, in Carolina. So, no, does Julio Jones put them over the top to get them to the Super Bowl? I don't think so. But does that keep them competitive within the AFC East? Uh, absolutely, because it's the defensive side. We know Belichick, is uh, that's where he coaches, and that's where he does his magic. Right. And all the opt-outs, all the opt-ins that came mm-hmm. back, they've gotten better on the defensive side. Yeah, it puts them in contention, but not over the top. Yeah, I tell you what, there's some buzz up there for Mac Jones, too. Uh, he's a guy that with the with the swag, I guess. Uh, and so people are optimistic about that situation. But we'll see uh, if the New England Patriots can pull uh, that off. Uh, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome into the program. It is Betting Across America. We are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard, your host out here in Las Vegas, Nevada. Your other host today in beautiful Denver, Colorado, is James Salinas. James, 
NBA playoffs. I cannot wait for the games uh, this evening, uh, but certainly uh, some games that were on the schedule yesterday. Uh, what did we learn from these games, these situations to Milwaukee uh, leads their series 3-0 over the Heat? The Heat had a ton of fans there. It didn't help them at all. Uh, and news now that uh, DiVincenzo is uh, going to be out for the rest of the playoffs. Uh, so I don't know if that's going to affect things or not, uh, the way that this series is going. What do you think? I don't think it's going to affect this series. I think clearly right now Miami, they just look like a team. They're ready to go to South Beach. Maybe they were there in between games because they gave no effort, no energy. Right. was really a disappointing performance. Not that you have to go out and expect to be – that they were expected to win. I mean, the number was reflective of that where my, uh, the, the Bucks were a short favorite as it closed before tip-off. But just no effort, no energy, no competitive spirit seeing out of my uh, – out of the Miami Heat. That's, I think, what was so disappointing. I mean, you've had such a grind of the the condensed 72-game season. The Heat went through a number of injuries and, and major COVID issues through that locker room that they had to fight through. You talk about teams galvanizing themselves through adversity. I think Miami qualified as one of those teams with all the adversity that they faced during the regular season. Uh, but it just never really clicked for them, and I think that was the difficult part for them to finally get their team together. The last couple of weeks before the season started, Bridge, that was the healthy they had been. They went on a pretty good run. Felt like, all right, is now the Heat finally have their roster back intact? Are we going to see the team that we saw roll through the Eastern Conference playoff bubble last year and get it to the NBA Finals? And this is far from it. And that's what's disappointing more so is not to be expected to get back to the Finals, but have that competitive spirit and any carryover from last year. We haven't seen it. Maybe that game won. Sometimes Pritch series can change on right. on a play or a shot, and in particular game one. Best game of the series by far. Close game, competitive game, overtime game, and then Middleton steps up, wants to take the shot, makes the shot basically at the buzzer to win that game, and it just felt like whatever the Heat had in that game, they put it all out there on the floor. They've had nothing left for game two, and then really nothing on the court last night either for game three. What's so surprising, too, to me, uh, James, is they can't score. Uh, I mean, right now, we're talking about the Heat right now, and so uh, we are – privy to what we saw in the bubble, I, I think, and people might have that opinion still or even a bias on that, but uh, the players that stepped up in the bubble for the Heat last year are not there, uh, are not uh, stepping up uh, either. I, I mean, uh, Iguodala, I mean, this guy is starting to look his age right now, and certainly he can't get on the floor that often. Hero, where is he at? Um, just the, the, the moments that the Heat were able to create last year or just a few months ago, uh, it's just not there. And then also, we got to give credit to Milwaukee. I mean, they've changed things. They've tinkered with things. And uh, it seems like it's coming together the right way for the Bucks right now. To your point, Pritch, that's exactly it. Giving credit to Milwaukee, yeah, Miami, everything that they did last year in the playoff bubble, tremendous season and great run for them. But, you know, momentum did that carry over short offseason for sure, considering when the NBA finals ended in October and turned right back around basically in two months and the new season is starting. But to the Bucks' credit, especially with Drew Holiday coming in here, mm -hmm. and that was really the kind of the X factor. We didn't, he wasn't on this ball club last year, and I think there was a lot of talk about what his impact was 
was going to be, not only from a facilitation standpoint, getting guys involved and, and getting into their sets and finding guys in the right position to score, but the defensive side too and what he can bring defensively. Got, got a dog mentality to him when he's on the court, especially on the defensive side, and the ability to be able to guard multiple multiple perimeter players and sometimes even take on Jimmy Butler for, for that from that perspective right. too. I think I think Drew Holiday's impact on this team and clearly in this series, he's been the X factor all along. Tremendous game. He was the best player on the court for either team last night. I, you know, in accordance to how the Bucks have played so far, we got conference odds right now, 290, plus 290. I mean, the Nets, we'll get to the Nets, but uh, good price right there for the Bucks. you think? It's not enough for me. Okay. I'm looking at that 290. I mean, it's thinking about this series, there was a lot of uh, the other part, too, was the mental aspect of it. And I think that huge shot. What if that shot doesn't go down? Right. What if? And we're speaking of ifs, but now I don't like to really go at a lot of ifs. But because that shot it went down, how much pressure did that take off the the Milwaukee Bucks psychologically? That all the pressure, all the things that they heard about in the offseason getting bounced the way that they did and dominated by Miami last year in the playoffs – long off season for the Bucks as opposed to the Heat, having to hear that and then grind through the, the regular season and now you're facing the same team that knocked you out and dominated you last year in the playoffs. A lot of talk about that. Obviously, a lot of motive on the Bucks. that competitive pride we talk about to redeem themselves. That clearly was there. But if they don't win that game one, I wonder if this series psychologically mm-hmm. shifts in favor of the Heat. But the fact is, he made that shot, and the Milwaukee Bucks haven't looked back since because they've right. been absolutely dominant the last two games. Dominant. You're right. Uh, Cassius City under 197 was a total, uh, total closed at 224 and a half. Uh, another uh, game that Cash City under, uh, which was interesting. The Lakers get the cover, James, too. 109.95 over the Phoenix Suns. The Lake Show back in L.A. Um, I, I think we saw a little level of toughness there for the Lakers. Uh, and then also... Maybe uh, shrinking in the moment by the Suns. I'll, I'll categorize it that way. Uh, what did you think of that game? Chris Paul, for one, still not healthy. He's not himself, which is unfortunate situation for Chris Paul with his shoulder. Really the same kind of impact in game two that he had last night for game three. But that aside, I think for the Lakers, this is what championship teams do when they smell blood. All right, you've got an injury. They're not feeling sorry for the, mm-hmm. for anybody. They've had their own share of injuries this season as well. They're going to take full advantage of it. And it was just really the aggressiveness out of the, the L.A. Lakers. We saw it. Everything was to the rim. I mean, it they were not settling. Their complete focus was to go to the basket and and really take advantage of some of the defensive mismatches for them offensively against the Suns' defense. And really, that's where this that game was dominated in the paint. I mean, the Lakers got 58 points in the paint, 15 offensive rebounds. A lot of times, offensive boards it, it becomes down to to the will, the want to, the position, the desire, and they had it. They were all about it. Everything was going to go to the basket. We were going to be aggressive especially that second half. And I saw a lot of – I've started to see the Suns really feel like they could see that in the second half, right, just feeling overmatched, feeling overmatched from they will the standpoint be- that they – they couldn't get back, mm-hmm. and, and the second half, the transition defense was non-existent, and then it just became a parade to the rim, layups, dunks, you yeah. name it. I mean, the guys on the sideline celebrating with LeBron, backing down and, and working it in the post. Like That team, uh, they got everything that they wanted, and the Suns now really know their place where they stand against the Lakers in the series. From my uh, perspective, James, uh, as a former athlete, I-, I saw Chris Paul trying to – 
engage Aiton a little bit more. I think they want more. They need more from Aiton. I don't know if he's ready for that, though, uh, because some of the times he was complaining back to Chris Paul. He wasn't receiving uh, the experience or, or the nuance that Chris Paul was trying to give him in, during that game. Uh, I mean, so uh, maybe that's conveyed to him now that they're not playing right now. And so, okay, this is the playoffs, uh, Aiton. We need you to step up big time uh, because certainly Booker was, was neutralized and he was frustrated as well comes down to leadership too right. we talk we you we love talking about leadership and the chemistry and all those intangibles but you have to be receptive to leadership exactly. absolutely chris paul we know he is the leader of that team and he has the pedigree to back that up and mm -hmm. and knowing for well what he did all season long for the Suns of what a tremendous season they had not only with chris paul but also with coach williams so i wonder what's what adjustments they're going to make not so much on the court the x's and o's piece but to your point there hey look we have an identity here we have a leadership structure on this team it starts with the coach and it filters down to Chris Paul so for you young fella DeAndre Ayton yeah Generation Z what have you you're gonna have to get out of that mindset that it's not all about you and you are gonna be a part of this team and be you're gonna have to listen and this is your this is your opportunity right now I mean he's played especially offensively I think Ayton has played very well but there were times yesterday on defense especially in transition where he was completely lost look right. he got caught ball watching total ball watching it was a magnet for him and got beat backside didn't realize they were flattening the defense out and really got himself in that's where the struggle was for Aitens on the defensive end and you know if you're if you're gonna be popping off back to Chris Paul uh I'm sure there was some discussion yesterday and probably some more today about a lot uh, more today the hierarchy within, <laughs> the, hierarchy within the Phoenix oh, yeah. Suns organization correct uh, yeah right now the Lakers uh plus 115 uh, uh Western Conference size right now uh soon to be uh, uh a, uh, a negative number, I would imagine, become a heavy favorite. Certainly, uh, as everybody just watches the Lakers in all right now, people are have the opinion that they might be better than they were last year when they won the title, James. The concern is just the health. And right. we see that not only with Anthony Davis, looks like another one. It was at his knee yesterday, kind of hyperextended it. Was that going to be an issue? And uh, obviously in the second half, it wasn't because AD just dominated in the second mm -hmm. half, as did LeBron. It's just really more so, I don't think anybody questions the mental toughness of this team and their ability to win because they know how to win. They have the, cl the clutch gene when it comes to LeBron. When it comes time to step up, he can get it done. It's just the health. At least yeah. it was for me, Pritch, just knowing that both your key players there have suffered significant injuries injuries especially the latter part of the season in particular LeBron James that are not 100% and can clearly be re-aggravated at any time sure. especially Le with LeBron James and that ankle that's the biggest concern for me their their mental their their mental aptitude to step in and then understand the moment and, and perform when the lights are on and they needed it most they're there it's just the health is my biggest worry I hear you you know LeBron he hasn't had anything taxing on him I mean he's still He's still injured, but he's getting healthy because he hasn't been through anything physically yet in this series so far. So uh, we'll, we'll see what happens and how that develops. Uh, Denver, uh, a road dog against Portland. 227 was the total. This one goes over. Cash is to the over there. Uh, Portland was laying. It closed at minus three and a half. James, your thoughts on the game? Austin Rivers. Yeah. I mean, let's start role there. Players, I yep. mean, the kid. Role players, but ki but players that are hungry, right? Austin Rivers got let go from New York when they made the trade for Derrick Rose to bring him over from Detroit. Really, they, they put him on waivers, and he was hanging around. He talked about that. He's talked about that for the last couple of weeks being with Denver. Got a 10-day contract because of all the injuries that happened to Denver uh, roughly a month or so ago, namely Jamal, Jamal uh, with a number of guards mm -hmm. for sure, but right. Jamal Murray being the most 
most important one, not having to step in and fill that role and take over Jamal Murray's shoes, but he sure played the part last night, didn't he? And I think that's where Portland, the weakness for Portland, it's been that way all season, is they just feel like they want to outscore you, right? It's open run, right. and we've got great players, and we can shoot as soon as we get across half court, and we'll just outscore you over the course of 48 minutes. But you have to get stops in the playoffs, and Denver was getting their stops, and Portland could. Portland got off to a really hot start, too, and it kind of felt like Portland from that hot start, Nuggets had to call a couple quick timeouts. Kind of felt like Portland got a little uh, a little overconfident there, and Jokic brought him back and got other players involved. But ultimately, that game came down to, to first and foremost, it came down to Austin Rivers making huge plays in the fourth quarter, knocking down multiple three-point shots, 16 points in the fourth quarter to close out that game. Uh, but then collectively as a team, Denver shot the basketball very well. 20, 20 out of 38 from three-point range and so many open looks, uncontested shots. That's the biggest difference here as opposed to what Portland had to go through. Did not shoot the ball well from the perimeter, but so many of those shots were contested. That's why you're seeing Dame's his range is, his range is across half court, but it's getting deeper and deeper because they are getting more and more shots contested. Absolutely. Uh, good job there by the Nuggets uh, by contesting those shots. Five games plus 325 right now. Six games uh, plus 150. 57 games plus 125, James. Um, Denver Nuggets uh, feeling pretty good after their road win against Portland in the playoffs right now. Flip the – now the home court goes back here mm-hmm. to Denver. Thinking about, all right, now game four – Portland got what they wanted and Denver got the split. Denver's now got it here in game three. What does game four look like? Not so much from the Denver side. I think you see Denver is going to, they're, they're going to be scrappy. You have guys like Austin Rivers as well as Compazzo out there and the the, the young fellow from Argentina is competing his heart out. He's, a, he's just a pest out there, but how sustainable will that be for Denver? Great game from Rivers last night. Hats off to him, but filling that filling the the shoes for Murray is going to be very difficult and one game is not going to make that but I'm more thinking about what is Portland's mindset yeah. coming out they're not all of a sudden going to start to defend it's not going to happen there Covington that's what I think they were hoping for with Covington coming over he can't even block out he mm-hmm. can't even block out on a free throw and gives up the tip into to Joker to to ice the game I just think the defensive side is the biggest struggle that's not going to change I don't know what adjustments are left to make because the bench they're getting nothing from the bench, Pritch. Uh, Carmelo Anthony is their best, most productive player coming off the bench, which is fine to have that veteran presence, but you're getting nothing else here. Now what does it look like uh, for the Joker. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah just know, so he can that, stay on the floor. That, that, uh, well, and Nurkic can't, you know, he, yeah. he can't play defense without fouling, and they don't want any part of Cantor out there. Cantor mm-hmm. has no interest in playing defense. What, he played five, six minutes last night? Mm-hmm. I just don't know what's left for Portland to yeah. do on the on the defensive side to adjust to. Uh, it's really going to have to be Dame Lillard and McCollum are going to have to really continue to carry this team, but we've seen Denver really now switching out there. They're having Gordon playing on Dame a mm-hmm. number of possessions. His length, I think, is is troublesome on the perimeter. I think that's where the adjustment really for Portland, in my mind, is everything's got to be to the rim. They've got to get to the rim. They've got to get to the foul line. Denver dominated the game at the free throw line as well. That's got to be the adjustment. But is Portland willing to put the time in, the, really the energy, to get to the rim consistently for four quarters? We'll find out soon enough game four. A great price right there at five games if you believe in the Denver Nuggets, uh, uh, maybe being able to capitalize. And certainly if Portland does not have any more adjustments, uh, just to keep uh, Carmelo on the floor, because he was knocking down shots, 17 points. Uh, he had to play the five, and uh, we'll see. I mean, that, that's a, a total mismatch if that's going to be the adjustment that Portland is going to use uh, uh, in future games. 
Something just still yeah. smells like seven games okay. to me here, Bridge. It did uh, just because of the, the when you have players like McCollum and in particular Lillard. Yeah, the they're gonna defensively. It's still a struggle for them, but they do have the capability to put teams on their back and go win. They did it a couple years ago, and here they're gonna have. To, they're the only. That's the only hope that the Trailblazers have. I'm not ready to just throw in the towel quite yet on Portland because they do have such great shooters. Yeah, they do. They do. Do not count out uh, Damian Lillard at all. Uh, Coming up next on the program, we have a popular team in the National Football League that has the same odds to win or to lose. I'll explain that coming up next right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts.
Everybody, it's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM is all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Just download the app. Stop by any MGM casino on the strip. Be sure to have that state-issued ID. Open an account. Start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love the technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem, 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, James Salinas with you today. Uh, James, I love these exercises. Figuring out the better bet has helped uh, to cash tickets uh, for sure. Uh, National Football League, Chargers, 18-1 to to win the AFC or the Saints 18 to 1 to win the NFC. Which one's a better bet in your mind? Putting me on the spot. This is a tough <laughs> one. I mean, number one, we we're thinking about between the two. Right. Not actually would they actually win it. Because exactly. I don't like either of them to win either conference. But between the two, what are I think about the Saints and, and the coaching staff's intact. Peyton's still there yep. and thinking about where we're at with the Chargers. This is typically what I do. I either stay away or I look to bet against teams with new coaches, especially new NFL coaches, rookie head coaches in a sense, and that's exactly what we have with the Chargers. But I, I think about the the quarterback position between both teams, and is, is it Jameis Winston? Is Winston going to be the guy to step in and big shoes to fill for Drew Brees, not mm-hmm. only from the psychological piece. We were talking about that with Cam Newton and have a step in for Tom Brady. Now, not that Tom Brady or Drew Brees, Drew Brees was Tom Brady, but Drew Brees carries a lot of weight when it comes Hall to of being Famer. a Hall of Fame quarterback. Yeah. They're absolutely now stepping into those shoes, not only psychologically, but then physically being the performing. Mean, he's not somebody that I'm going to trust to be able to lead you to win that division. And that's the first piece I start to look at, too. Look at this schedule and look what division you play in. Well, they have Tampa in their division, defending <laughs> champions there. And I know they handled them during the regular season, but but uh, Tampa was able to extract their revenge come playoff time. But I'll guarantee you, you know, they have those games circled of how they played and performed against the Saints in the, in the, in the season last year. And then look how the schedule starts for the Saints, Pritch. That is a rough schedule. The first few, so many road games and then coupled with games at New England, Green Bay. You're playing at Washington, at Seattle, short week, and then you host Tampa on a short week. Uh, it's just a brutal schedule. I just see, uh, I, it's just too hard of a schedule for me to say I like the Saints, even though I'll trust the coaching staff versus the Chargers. I guess I have to go with the Chargers <laughs> instead. Okay, let's get <laughs> to this one. Just, Let's get to this one because uh, this one's uh, maybe more challenging. So it's a popular team. It's the Dallas Cowboys. Now, for them to win the NFC, they're 12 to 1. For them to finish last in the NFC East, their division, they're 12 to 1. So win or lose for this popular team, which is a better bet for the Dallas Cowboys? I, I don't see them being able to get to the Super Bowl, not with this roster. And I know Prescott, and, and and hopefully he comes back and he's completely healthy. And they were clicking offensively when he was in there and scoring points. When he was healthy, they were doing just fine. But they were having to score all those points because they couldn't stop anybody. Right. Those games were just absolute shootouts. Well, I'm not sure what we're going to see out of this defensive side. I know switch of the defensive coordinators and all, all those kind of things. That's all well and good. But you still have to have players in those positions to make plays. And I just don't see it out of the Dallas Cowboys. So, And it feels like the Cowboys are always one of those teams that's always, well, and whether it's Jerry Jones, the self-promotion that goes on with his America's team, that mm-hmm. they're always they, they're always relevant 
because he's always out in front of the microphone and and but they haven't been relevant in decades haven't been to the Super Bowl in for what 25 26 years have been a long time but you'd think they're in the Super Bowl every year the way Jerry Jones talks if anything I'd be more to say they would be even though I don't think it'll happen they would be last place in the NFC East far before they will be first place overall in the NFC yeah uh, one key injury it all goes south too for the Dallas Cowboys I believe uh, Cardinals are the Falcons uh, minus 225 if either one misses the playoffs uh, which is a better bet between those two I think with Atlanta, and here's another, you've got new coaching staff coming over for the Falcons. Uh, a lot of new transitional changes for Arizona. Interesting pickups in free agency, mm-hmm. but Arizona's division, to me, the NFC West is the most competitive division in all of all of football. Yeah. You're dealing with the Rams who've gotten themselves better. San Francisco now is going to, as long as they don't have the injury bug like last year, they are not a 6-10 and 10 team. And then you're dealing with Russell Wilson in Seattle. I just can't see them getting out. Maybe they come in third place in that division. I just don't know if they can get through that division and actually make the playoffs. So I guess I'd have to go to the Atlanta side uh, yep. to make the playoffs or over Arizona. Okay. I like the exercise, though. Uh, you know, just uh, the, the gymnastics that you have to do. Because uh, I, I believe that it leads to um, cashing more tickets. I really do. Uh, coming up next, we're going to get back to the NBA playoffs because we have some player props to discuss. That's coming up next right here on BCN, the Sports Betting Network. We have a new feature on vcin.com. Every day, we're posting the latest betting splits on every game in major sports with current odds and what percentage of bets and money are being placed on each game. Check this info daily to find out which games are seeing the most tickets written and if that matches the money coming in on those games, which is sure to give you a betting edge. And, of course, we have all the odds, data, and analysis for every game as well. Start your next sports bet at vcin.com. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, James Salinas, your host today. Um, we're going to get back to the NBA programming note. Uh, uh, we have Tom Byrne um, from SiriusXM uh, NBA postgame show. He's going to help us out uh, in terms of breaking down the games, too. That's going to be at the beginning of our, uh, the next hour, hour number two here on the show. Uh, but we're going to get to some player props, James. Uh, prop shot here, uh, as we like to call it. Uh, let's start with the Knicks and the Hawks game. Uh, game three. Uh, Randall, he's 24 and a half for points, uh, nine and a half rebounds, five and a half assists, uh, two and a half three pointers. Um, so Randall, I- I'm thinking the Knicks are going to certainly need him and his offense. Uh, they are a defensive-minded, tough team. We know that. More confidence on that side of the court as well. But Randall needs to step up big time offensively. Absolutely, he does. He has not shot the ball well in this series at all. Collectively, he's 11 for 39 from the floor. And you mentioned the three-pointers. His 
uh, sitting there at two and a half made three pointers, whether it's over under, why would he be trying to shoot? I think mm. that's my biggest question is shot selection for, for Julius Randle. Now, yeah, a lot of pressure on these guys. They had a fantastic season for the Knicks, really exceeded expectations, I think, for most everybody of how the Knicks played, performed consistently all season to, to get themselves into the four seed and, and the position themselves into the playoffs. But now it comes down to playing to your strengths. And I think that's where somebody like Julius Randle, your strength is not shooting the basketball from the perimeter, in particular from beyond the arc. Quit shooting it out there. You don't need 13 attempts within two games. Get to the rim, get to the cup, see the ball go through the net. Use your strength when it comes to throwing your body around, throw your weight around, big, strong kid in there. Get in there and utilize that. Bang some players down there and go. Got that left hand too. finish at the rim. I think that's what this is all speculation, right? We have to anticipate that thinking about coaches, we, we, we have to break down coaches. We have to handicap coaches, mindset of teams and adjustments that they're going to make within the game from game to game throughout the series. To me, that's what the adjustment has to be for Julius Randle is stop settling. Mm-hmm. Be aggressive, get inside, get it to the paint, and look at hitting the glass. Now, he's been hitting the glass. He's got rebounds sitting at 9.5. He's got he's had 12, 12 rebounds in each game. I suspect he's going to continue to – I think he's going to exceed that. I think he'll get over 9.5 rebounds tonight okay. because he has to be aggressive in there, both on the offensive side and clean up the defensive glass too. So I think he's going to exceed that. But as far as the three-pointers are concerned, to make three, you should be, you'll have to shoot more than three. He should not be shooting more than three. So I'd be playing the under and – made three-point shots here at two and a half. Yeah, I agree with both of those. Uh, it's about human achievement. That's what we're trying to cap here and uh, whether or not Randall can be or can live up to expectations. I mean, certainly the message has been conveyed to him. Um, you're the most improved player in the NBA. You're borderline star, superstar, that kind of player. Uh, but certainly you can be a star uh, if you can get the victory on the road against Atlanta. What about uh, the Hawks on their side? Uh, Young is at 26 and a half. Uh, a sister up there, nine and a half as well. One and a half, three pointers for Young. That seems really odd that that's number. It's got to, there's got to be some heavy juice to that. But thinking, yeah. I, I think for, for I think for Trey Young. He's been able to the, – the ball screen defense for New York has been basically non-existent. He's been able to turn the corner and get whatever shot, especially that game one. He was able to get into the lane, those little teardrops and floaters, whenever he wanted those shots. Now, here's the adjustments that need to be made. I would – my adjustment would be I wouldn't – I would face guard him. Don't let him catch the ball and make him work for everything that he's going to get and then run him into ball screens on defense. That's where they start to take some legs out of him. So he's not a bi- he's not a big player. Make him have to fight and work through screens, bang him, body him, be physical with him when he's on the defensive end. But I, I so I, I think Trey Young can still get whatever shot he wants okay. out there. And we're seeing too, he's got range from half court, but it's more so I was looking at Bogdanovich and Bogdanovich, he's taken a lot of threes, hasn't made a lot of threes in this series. He's six of 21 from three point line, but he's had plenty of opportunities as has Gallo. I don't think we're going to see as many minutes out of Gallinari tonight. I would suspect not because he really, is not shooting the ball well and not playing with any confidence. Bogdanovich has looked confident out there. Shots just haven't gone in. His point total is sitting at 17 and a half. I think he's going to have continue to have plenty of opportunities for open looks, whether it's from three or being aggressive off the bounce, off the off those poor closeouts that we see the Knicks do, trying to block shots rather than contest shots. Put the ball, shot fake, ball rip, get to the rim. I think he's going to be able to exceed that because I think he's going to have plenty of opportunities for open shots to knock down and or open lanes. You 
confusion, the shot fake to get to the rim. 17.5 points. I think Badanovich has a big game in game three at home for Atlanta. I'd go over that total. Okay, James, we have Brooklyn on the road against Boston. Heavy favorite uh, in this matchup. Uh, uh, the big three, uh, I think these totals might be low. Uh, Durant, 27.5. Irving, 24.5. Uh, Maybe not so much for Kyrie. Uh, Harden, 22.5 in terms of points. Uh, assist, 8.5 uh, for Harden. Um, Three-pointers, they're all at 2.5 right there. Um, what do you make of these totals here for the big three and the Nets? I feel like looking at that. My here's my first concern. I think yeah, they could all, all have the potential to go over. Thinking about Irving, some Irving, some of the comments that he made back when he might have some. He's talking right. about having some concern going back to Boston. I, I'm sure he's looking to go have a big game on the road tonight against his former team. So I, I would look at Irving going over that as far as his numbers are concerned. Probably look at Harden with the assist going over eight and a half assists. He is the facilitator, facilitator, point forward, whatever you want to call. Um, he is the point guard for that team when it comes to distributing the basketball, and he accepts that he he relishes that role. He likes to feed the basketball and get his. Anytime you have guys like Irvin and Duran out there that can knock down shots for you, yeah, that's going to help your assist totals too and make it nice to be able to defer because he hasn't had that for quite a while. My only concern with playing any of these props when it comes to Brooklyn. Pritch is what kind of effort do we see out of Boston? Mm -hmm. Do we see a Boston team where Jason Tatum, we know he can carry a team and get them through and put them on their shoulders, score 50 points and win a basketball game for you. Uh, but is this team really committed to doing that, or are they going to give an effort like we saw out of the Miami Heat yesterday? And if it starts, things start to get away from them, do they start to just really roll over? If that happens and this game starts to get away from the Celtics, how many minutes do we actually see from the big three out on the court, in particular the second half? That's what makes me leery about playing any of these player props because this game easily could get away from the Celtics tonight and not as many minutes and opportunities to score for the big three come second half. Yeah, that's a great point. To I mean, if anybody, I would choose Harden. Uh, instead, I wouldn't focus on all three of them. I would just pick one uh, who would have the most minutes or who could have the most minutes. Uh, Harden's uh, banged up too, uh, but Kemba Walker banged up. Uh, certainly, he's questionable. He's going to play. I mean, uh, we'll see how many minutes he gets uh, in this game. James, it's Friday. We got a game seven in hockey. Our VSIN hockey expert, Andy McNeil, joins the program. He's coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. 
From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. We all love home runs in Major League Baseball, especially if you are a new BetMGM customer. Turn $1 into $100 when someone goes yard during the game. Sign up for the BetMGM app using vSIN100. And if you place a $1 money line wager on the Dodgers or Giants, uh, you'll get $100 if either team hits a home run. It's a new customer offer paid and free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21. Located in Colorado, Iowa, Indiana, Michigan. New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. Excludes Michigan. Disassociated persons, please gamble responsibly. If you feel you have a problem, it's 1-800-522-4700. In Colorado, Nevada, and Virginia, 1-800-270-7117. For confidential help in Michigan, 1-800-GAMBLER. In New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia, 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. And Tennessee, call or text the red line 800-889-9789. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Welcome back to the show, Betting Across America. We are presented by BetMGM. Mike Pritchard, James Salinas, your host today. And happy to bring on our VSIN hockey expert, Andy McNeil. Andy, how are you today? I'm doing good, Pritch. Uh, I don't know uh, how... Vegas Golden Knights fans are feeling though, um, and I don't know how they're going to feel after this segment because it's not uh, exactly the most uh, flattering one. I don't, I don't think. <laughs> well, I tell you what, um, there's uh, a lot of fans that are nervous, a lot of fans that are excited. I think they're excited because they're nervous though, <laughs> so uh, that <laughs> makes sense. I mean, uh, yeah, you're right. Third opportunity for the Knights to close out the Wild. Uh, they're at home. But that has not really made a difference. Uh, it's a big price. It's minus 180. Uh, but from the sounds of things, uh, you might be back in the wild here. Oh, yeah, I am for sure. And, and it, you know, I, I think the Knights will come away with the win more often than not here. And uh, it's, uh, you know, it's just a total value bet here. Um, I don't know how you could justify laying minus 180 or anywhere um, close to that with this Vegas Golden Knights team, um, you know, given what we've seen, not just in this series, but um, 
throughout the entire season against the Minnesota Wild. It's been a very tough matchup for them. Um, I've been fortunate in this series. Well, not only do I have a you know a, a pre-series bet on the Wild at two to one uh, going into tonight, um, but I've you know I've only taken one loss with the team uh, in the series. I, I opted not to bet them in Game Three and Game Four, uh, and and those just happened to be games that they lost. Um, so you know coming into tonight, I'm I'm feeling pretty good about uh, taking plus one sixty, plus one fifty five. Uh, anywhere in that area on this Minnesota Wild team. Um, and I, I'm expecting both goaltenders to, to be great. So I spent a lot of time uh, scouring different shops and, and trying to find some some really great numbers on uh, players to go under their, their, their point total tonight. <laughs> hmm. So, Andy, let's talk about that, thinking of players to go under, because it's a big stakes, obviously, game seven, everything on the line, and thinking about where the total is. The total was five and a half. Last night, juiced heavily to the under. Now that is flipped to sitting at a flat five, juiced heavily to the over. You're talking about not only with the total, but thinking of playing certain players under as far as their point total is concerned. What is your opinion about where the total currently sits for the game, and then what players are you looking at potentially getting involved? in when it comes to any kind of player props yeah i think it's appropriate um you know given the stakes um and what we've seen out of these teams uh they you know they, they do a very good job at limiting one another's chances so um i would expect that you know to be uh you know the same again here tonight and um you know i've, I've taken a look at, at guys like william carlson and jonathan marcheseau at plus money to go under uh a half a point, one point, roughly, uh, obviously. Um, and, and then guys like Riley uh, Smith, uh, Alex Petrangelo, uh, Chandler Stevenson. Um, you know, these are all mostly coin flip bets that I, that I see value in here. Um, and, it, you know, in a game like tonight with where um, the stakes are so high and individual scoring is, is so much more rare than, than people would think, um, I feel pretty good about, you know, betting against a lot of, really good talented players um you know to to not find the score sheet tonight uh and on the wild side i've taken uh Kaprizov, which you know definitely is uh a little bit reluctant uh you know it's, it's a reluctant feeling to do that and, and joel erickson x who's also been very dangerous in this series uh, and matt zuccarello at around minus 140 uh to go under his point total as well so um I, i'm i'm cheering for a, a boring game tonight, uh, which is, you know, probably much to the chagrin of anybody that's uh, looking forward to, to uh, an exciting game seven. I, I would like nothing more than the, this one for, for this one to be a snoozer. <laughs> you know what, Andy uh, Pacioretty, he's day to day, lower body, nothing specific ever with hockey players, but um you know, in, in a game like this, even though he's day to day, is that is that a situation in hockey that you take a second look at, or do you just move on uh, to another player? Well, you know, me personally, um, I'm I'm all for the players, and and you know, I, I could care less about the results of the game, and just want people to you know be healthy and whatnot. But from the team standpoint, I guess if you know if you can get him in there, and he he can even play at at 80% or 70%, I mean, it would be a boost to the team for sure, not just um, on the ice, but I think the morale of the team, knowing that they have their, you know, one of their most talented players back into the lineup and that gives them a little bit better of a chance here. 
Um, but, but you know, personally, I, I don't think we'll see him. Okay. I mean, it seems unlikely, but uh, players have have played through some some pretty uh, pretty grueling injuries in the past, and and I'm sure, uh, you know, Mac Pacioretty is definitely considering it, and, and he would love to be in there with his teammates. Andy, I want to look ahead a little bit now. The winner of this game tonight between Golden Knights and the Wild will come here right down the street from me in Denver to face the Avalanche, who've been, or they're going to be basically kicking back and resting for a week until they get to start that series come game one. I'm curious, not only your assessment of the Avs, if, if as a handicapper, when you're looking at kind of long layoffs, what is the, what, where is the point where you feel like rest versus rust can be, uh, can be an advantage or not to a certain team? And then looking ahead, whoever wins this game are you thinking about do you have any kind of series prices in your head right now if it's the wild what will you make the abs and also if it's the 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 knights the abs would be favored what would you make that series price well i haven't really drilled down on a series price and i'll definitely uh be be putting something up on on beats over the weekend with you know the matchup starting up here um so i so i plan on really getting into that here tonight um i actually you know i i don't know where to go with this Vegas Golden Knights team sometime. It, it would be a very tough matchup to price because on the one hand, I do think that, you know, it, in a weird way, they would match up better um, with the Avalanche than the Wild uh, would. But, um, you know, and then the, the Wild match up so well with them. Um, so I'm, I'm not sure quite what to do there, and I'm, I'm still kind of uh, looking into that. Um, but, you know, it, it's not a great matchup for either team, uh, this, this Avalanche team. Even without Nazem Kadri, uh, you know, super dangerous. Uh, they've got a great goaltender. They've got so many defensemen that can hurt you offensively. Um, so many players that are just so skilled with the puck, and they they go to the dangerous areas of the ice, which uh, is something that the Vegas Golden Knights have really struggled with. And the Avs are, you know, such a great defensive team um, that I, I don't see their, you know, scoring woes, uh, you know, being remedied by playing the Avalanche for sure. So. Um, you know, I, I did do some kind of preliminary guesswork and I landed around minus 160 or minus 165 for a kind of fair series price uh, with the Colorado Avalanche. But like I said, it's still uh, kind of in the works here. Um, but yeah, no, it, it's looking ahead. Uh, the, the Bruins series price looks to be climbing. The game one price looks to be climbing. Uh, it opened around minus 160. Uh, yeah, you know, they've got home ice advantage. Uh, against the Islanders in game one and two. Um, so it's, uh, it opened minus 160 and, and has climbed all the way up to uh, to around minus 180. So I might have been priced out of that one. Uh, we'll see. But, um, yeah, no, I'm excited just to see what happens tonight and uh, dig into the, the second-round matchups uh, this evening. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that first round uh, still Maple Leafs and Canadians uh... – uh, Maple Leafs minus 700, Canadians plus 500. If anybody's intrigued at all, Andy, uh, going into game six, you still have Toronto uh, minus 180 in that game, certainly. But uh, uh, what's happening with that North division? Uh, how do you see this pl- series uh, playing out? Well, it'll be interesting um, with, you know, 2,500 fans who all paid like $4,000 to get into the, the Bell Center to, uh, to watch the Montreal Canadiens and the Toronto Maple Leafs tomorrow night. It'll be the first time. Uh, that NHL fans are back in a Canadian building uh, since prior to the pandemic. So, um, it, you know, that, that'll that be interesting. How, you know, the Bell Centre is one of the loudest um, 
you know, most most hyped up buildings in, in the league in, in the best of times. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what, what those 2,500 fans can do for the team. They were certainly a different team um, in, in last night's game. They, they, they moved the puck better. They, they made crisper passes. You know, it was it was just a, a, a you know, a solid effort all around um, and, and a big time uh, malfunction mistake by the, the, the Toronto Maple Leafs uh, in overtime. Um, you know, otherwise, the, the Leafs have been the, the better team for sure, and, and I see them doing that again uh, tomorrow night. But, um, you know, it, it, anything can happen in the playoffs, and uh, it's going to be a different atmosphere than, than any of these players uh, are used to, uh, you know, not playing in front of fans for the last year. So, so definitely some unknowns going into this one. Absolutely. Uh, Andy McNeil, our VSIN hockey expert. Uh, enjoy the game tonight. I think game sevens are always outstanding. And then tomorrow, uh, you just set the stage for us to, to be riveted about that matchup against Toronto and Montreal as well. Andy, again, thank you for your time. I hope I don't enjoy the game tonight. Like I said, I hope it's boring and it just puts me right to sleep. So take it easy, guys. You too. You too. Wake up happy then because you're cashing a ticket. That'll be that'll be the goal as well. Uh, that'll do it for hour number one. Uh, flew by. Hour number two will start off uh, high speed as well. Tom Byrne, uh, Sirius XM NBA postgame show. He joins the program. We have NBA playoffs this Friday. Can't get any better than that. He's coming up next right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. (gasps) No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.